Ignorant, we gon' bring that racket like it's Wimbledon. Discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JB be in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted. Words that had your soul lifted. So consistent, yeah, so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Uh, carry that torch, heat up the game. Ain't nobody got that flame. Different, different. Man, this intro different. Man, this intro ignorant. And what's good, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> it's another beautiful day here in our undisclosed location. Unfortunately, Turk is back, so he might give it away. But we're not going to let him because Turk, shut up. That's why. So, welcome to another episode of the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi-live, as we are right now. Today, we got some interesting people in our studio, some people you've never seen before, and a few people you might have missed. And if you didn't, I don't blame you, because I don't miss them either. But we're missing a few people on the roster. One of them just flipped me off, so he getting cut out the show just because. Just for that, your intro is going last. So... Let's start off with our usual. Turk, what's good? What's good? What's good? Everybody? Boy, it's finally back. You see, your boy was on load management. You know what I'm saying? I was carrying the team too much, so I just had to a little break. Oh, man. Lord. I tried to hit Jamal with some assists, but man was shooting seven, 7 for 25 from the field. So eventually, I just said, you know what? I got to take a break. But on a serious note, I'm glad to be back. I look forward to having a good episode with these dudes right here. Let's get it. First of all, Turk, I would never go seven for 25. Once I go seven for like 20, I'm just not going to shoot the ball no more. Uh, Okay, my fault. My fault, guys. He's going to go two for 30 from the field. You're right. You talk talk a lot of mess for someone who can't beat me. But we'll all settle this in July at our Ignite game. Y'all stay tuned for that. Up next, we got another person. He was semi of a fan favorite when he opened his mouth because the people just like to see him talk nonsense. As a Cowboy fan, that's all they do. He is the one, the only, Jeffrey Moultrie Jr. He likes hey, to man. I appreciate everybody for having me back. Proud Cowboys fan. I'm going to stand on it. You know, I think our secondary is going to be top 15 in the league. So there we go. You literally just said our secondary is going to be average at best. Brother, I said top 15. Let's oh, I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry, mathematically, 16 makes you average. Yeah. Still average. Still average. Very, very average. Whatever. Better than the Chargers. That's all. Y'all ain't got no Derwin James. That's all that matters. So, we'll give on to the best guest that I have because he's the only one who keeps his shit talking to a minimum. He is his own certified published author. You can catch him at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and if you're lucky, you have Price Books somewhere near you. He reigns from PG County, Montgomery County. I'm sorry. He reigns from the DMV area. Shout out and give a round of applause to my man, Devin Ashby, also known as Captain Scully. Going on, it's, it's uh, boy Captain Scully. You also could call me play-by-play. That's my live name. That's my podcast name. So... Check me out, you know, I'm out here. And, you know, I love a little ignorance here and there. So glad to be here and partake in the ignorance. So. You, you can catch him on the play-by-play podcast at any time. I'm even fe- featured on an episode of it. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. 
So, unfortunately, I have to give an intro to this person. I told him he was going to go last, but he is most certainly least because he flipped me off. Ladies and gentlemen, Lance Morris. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, first off, I want to say this, Jamal. Because I am me and you are you, BBs are the best athletes. Thank you. It's okay. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. DBs are the best. Name me one better receiver than a DB. Deion Sanders is the best athlete in the league. You already know how I feel about Deion Sanders. Everyone knows how I feel about Deion Sanders. There's not an athlete on earth better than Calvin Johnson. Deion Sanders. Okay, Bo. There, there was Bo Jackson. I said name a receiver. Are we counting other than Jerry Rice? Because that's what Hold on. Are we counting super athletic tight ends who don't block as receivers? No, I said receivers. I mean... Calvin Johnson. Tra- Travis Kelsey is basically a receiver because he don't block nobody. Antonio Gates is basically a receiver. They're still nowhere near primetime. Both of them play D1 basketball. Okay, they did. But still, DBs are the best athletes out there. Uh Dion's just a bad example because he's one of the greatest athletes ever. But most receivers could play DB. Most DBs couldn't play receiver because the main reason they play DB is because they can't catch. It's not all about that. Not all about that. I look at people like Jalen Ramsey, crazy athlete. Tell me some more. He can't catch. He can't catch. So you can't play receiver if you can't catch. There are plenty of DBs who can't cover. Okay. But But Larry Fitzgerald could play DB. He got more tackles than drops. Yes. Larry Larry is an astronomical case. Justin Jefferson Jefferson would make a mean safety coming downhill. The only person that I am willing to listen to is Julio Jones. Because that man, that's a deep, that's a walking, him and DK Metcalf. That's a walking terrorist. Now, DK Metcalf is a receiver. Not going to say he can't catch. You don't have great hands. He did last year. He did. He sufficed. He was sufficient. He got better. But once again, y'all know my feelings on DK Metcalf. All he does is run deep. He doesn't run routes. He's not a great receiver. A good receiver. Thank you. Now, did he prove himself? If he elevates, I'm going to make a a harsh judgment. And you know me. I'm a huge fan of this person. At best, DK can be T.O. That's a hell of a at best. That's kind of insulting the T.O. T.O. I was about was to say, a, that's a hell of a at best. That's, T.O. That, wasn't, wasn't a great route runner, but he's still a decent one. But I get what you mean because he was a physical specimen. Exactly. Like he has to develop his routes. So did T. So soon as, as soon as he develops a little more, I mean, he might be a T.O. Might. The difference is T.O. never had a Hall of Fame quarterback. D.K. was blessed with one right off the bat. He had who? Didn't he have Steve Young? Like no, at the end of his career? No. It was Jeff Garcia by the time he got to uh, San Fran. And McNabb. Donovan McNabb, Tony Mc, Romo. Uh, McNabb is borderline Hall of Fame. He may get in, he may not. Romo's career got cut short, so I doubt he'll get in. But that, that's, those were the three best quarterbacks he ever had. Played with Carson Palmer. Yeah, like Ryan, Carson Palmer, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I don't think Carson Palmer is better than McNabb. No, he's not. No. 
but he was he he wasn't no scrub either. Now, granted, T.O. did have uh, um, Russell his rookie year, Russell. but he didn't play that long. I think yeah. he was on like the practice squad or something like that. Um, Homer was definitely not a scrub, but by the time T.O. got to him, his career was more than on the downtrend. So that's kind of hard to hard to put on. But the point is, D.K. has not only a Hall of Fame quarterback already in Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is definitely the best black quarterback of all time. And you're still, he's still got some things to learn. Okay, thanks. We can get into another beast because it is right now basketball season. And it seems like every day something bad happens that just makes me want to hurt somebody. The Nets, once again, have proven they want to be the Monstars so mm. badly. Mm. Turk, go ahead and give your uh, nice advice over what's going on. I'm going to say is I don't want to ever hear about the Golden State Warriors being a super team again, especially after we've seen this. You telling me you got Katie, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Blake Griffin. Now, mind you, Blake Griffin's out of, out of his prime. So, you know, we'll give him a little consideration. But putting him around those three, he's already going gonna to be more dominant. And to make things worse, you added LaMarcus Aldridge. At this point, I don't want to ever hear about the Golden State Warriors being a super team because we all can agree that the Golden State Warriors drafted Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond. The Brooklyn Nets have not drafted one superstar player on this team. So I think what this does for basketball is simple. I think now that we're having super teams, it's either you have a super team or you have a trash team now. I think that's what we're starting to lean towards. At this point, if you're Brooklyn, you have to win the NBA Finals because if you don't, it's just not a good look at all, man. I feel like it's a wasted point of time if the Brooklyn Nets don't win the NBA Finals. That's my opinion, though, man. I'm Do not counting. They're really going to win the Finals, though, because oh. I see as much as they're a super team, I see a lot of like deficiencies that people don't notice. I, I would say, I would say, in my opinion, I this is my personal opinion. I think the Lakers can still win the NBA Finals because they are the most well balanced team, right? And we're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. Brooklyn just has the most talent. What I'm saying is from a Brooklyn Nets perspective, from an organization perspective, for you to have this much talent, this is probably one of the most talented teams we've ever seen in basketball. Literally. These dudes have, like, talent from top, like... They well, said they not. have 41 combined all-star appearances. So, so my thing is, if you're Brooklyn and you have all this talent, I think, and if you don't win, it's just not a good look for the organization because this is legitimately a super team. Now with the Lakers, okay, you got LeBron, you got AD. Uh, did they sign Andre Drummond? Or are they are they about to sign Andre Drummond? What's that process looking like? I don't he think signed. it's official. Yeah, he, they made it official. All right, they made it official to sign Drummond. So, Drummond's not any kind of threat offensively. At all. But to answer your question, Jeff, I think the team who's going to win the NBA Finals this year is going to be the Lakers because I think overall – that is the team that just came off a championship. You have LeBron James, who's been in the finals multiple times, who stays going to the finals, and that team has more veteranship. But what I'm saying is, from Brooklyn's perspective, is that you have all this talent, and you're building this super team roster. So if you're going to have this talent, you better win. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to say is, who's going to take the last shot? That's, they got to figure that out on their own, man. <laughs> the correct answer should be KD, but that's yeah. a different story. The thing about Brooklyn is, yes, they definitely have some gaping holes, 
but the fact that they can pretty much outscore you without having to try to outscore you. Because then you have to think of what are the odds of Kyrie, Harden, and KD having an off night at the same time? So who do you, you might have someone to guard one, you might have someone to guard two, but there's no way you have someone who can guard all three of them effectively for a whole game. Of, of the teams who have someone who can at least attempt, the Heat are a decent matchup, but still, once again, KD is KD for a reason. As much as I love Bam, Bam probably can't and shouldn't keep up with KD for a whole game, let alone a whole series. So you can you can throw Jimmy at Harden, and you can throw Olin Depot at Kyrie, but in the end, one of them is going to go off in a way that the others can benefit from. They're cheating. Someone needs to come in and break this team up. I don't care who. I don't care how. I don't care if we call the little aliens from Space Jam and steal their talent. Something needs to happen. Something. I honestly think that Blake Griffin is wise and that that really won't be as big of a deal as people think. And I also think that, I mean, as good as LaMarcus Aldridge is, he's kind of falling off a little bit too. So it really is that big three and the rest of them. And my thing, I heard the Lakers might not even make the playoffs. Like they're in a situation now where Brian and AD both are hurt and they're, they're just, it's dire situation right now because they have no idea when AD's coming back and this whole Brian thing. My thing is, it actually would be funny if they lose, because if 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 the Brooklyn Nets lose the NBA Finals this year, the slander might be funnier than seventy three and nine. The slander might be funnier than um, the Clippers last year. Like I am going to tune in. I'm going to get my popcorn oh, ready if they lose. Best believe there's going to be a lot of slander. Oh my gosh, Kevin. They will bully Kevin Durant to the point he might delete all his social media. Hey, hey, he might. Hey, at that point, he tweet from his uh, his fake accounts, right? His account. He gonna he ain't gonna tweet from his official page no more after that, right? Hey, we're gonna leave the KD slander on this episode to a minimum, mainly because Eric's not here for me to torture with it. Now, if he was here, oh, I tell y'all, just go in, forget the whole <laughs> segment, forget the whole segment. Just go in on KD, but because he's not here to enjoy it, I, I got we got to put it to a minimum. I mean, don't get me wrong though; that's my guy. Though. I, I I like KD. I'm just saying, like, it just course, he be walking in. The DMV guy loves KD. No, no, no. I mean, you know, would you guys consider his three rings valuable now, or if even if LeBron no. loses, right? No. Let's say LeBron loses, is he now out of the goat conversation? Because no. me, if he loses 10, 10 times, ooh, that's that, ugly. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to look at. But then when you look at that team at the Nets team, can you blame anybody from losing to them? Like you said, yeah, you don't think Blake is 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 washed anymore. You don't think you think Aldridge has fallen off, but they've fallen off from stardom. Now let's say, let's say. Let's say Brian takes him to seven games and loses. Is that different than if he gets swept? Much different. This this is what I'm going to say about the whole GOAT situation because I know the greatest player of all time is Michael Jordan. That's not even a debate. But say that, again. Is, say that again for us, Turk. 
the greatest player of all time is clearly Michael Jordan. It's no debate between LeBron and Jordan. But this is what I will say about LeBron. We really can't this this uh discredit. We really can't give these losses credit, you know what I'm saying, or discredit LeBron for it because LeBron is playing against super stacked teams. So like for instance, when I think of the LeBron versus Jordan Bay, mind you, this is off topic. I never hold the Golden State Warriors losses to LeBron James because what he was playing against was out, outrageously ridiculous. Now, in this situation, if he loses to Brooklyn, nah, I mean, I think LeBron James will ball. If the Lakers was healthy, I truly think that they would beat the Brooklyn Nets. I think he will ball, but even if he lost to Brooklyn, like, yo, Brooklyn is a super stacked team. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what this generation is leaning more towards now, as opposed to back in the day with Jordan, teams were more, you know what I'm saying? You maybe had one or two superstars, you know what I'm saying? One or two Hall of Famers on one team, some only one Hall of Famer. Now you're going against teams, you got teams that have potentially four or five Hall of Famers, some four Hall of Famers, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think we can we can hold this against LeBron, in my opinion. That's just me. All right, got a question. Yeah, I think the clip. <laughs> All right, y'all think the Clippers could uh, get to a finals this year, maybe because they no. at least defensively. Nope. On paper. Nope. nope, not at all. LeBron and AD is healthy. Yeah. I, this is, so here's my thing about the Clippers. Now, if you look at the Clippers, you see a, a fantastic roster, but the thing is, okay, Paul George is still the X factor. When is Paul George going to stop being playoff P and show up in the playoffs? Turk also, so, by the way, Turk also hates Doc Rivers. So everything that he, he's going to say, it's going to eventually lead up to something negative. No, 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 no. Doc, Doc Rivers, Rivers don't work there no more. Yeah, Doc Rivers is no longer with the Clippers anymore. But what it's I'm saying not, is with the, I, feel like I would never be confident in a, in, a, in a team to win a championship where Paul George is one of my best players because we haven't seen Paul George be consistent in the playoffs since his Indiana Pacers days. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, in the OKC series, okay, your shoulders was messed up. You needed surgery after the series. Okay, we'll give you a pass on that. But what happened last year in the bubble with no fans, all of that, <laughs> That's ridiculous. There's no excuse for that. You can't, you can't be talking about how you 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 deserve to be an MVP combo, how you won the best two guards, how you slept on, but when it comes to money time, you know where to be found. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, it's like if I'm the Clippers, I'm not sold on them because they have Paul George as one of their best players. So as long as he's there, I don't think they're gonna make any noise. Pandemic P. Pandemic P. So we'll end everything off with a quick with a quick survey from everyone's thoughts. Jeff, you up first, winner of the NBA Finals. Who is it? If healthy, the Lakers. Lance, winner of the NBA Finals. Who is it? I need Braun and AD to get healthy. Lakers, if not, it's the freaking Nets. Captain Scully, winner of the NBA Finals. Who is it? Brooklyn Nets. Third, winner of the NBA Finals. So this is what I'm going to say. If the Lakers are healthy, they'll win the finals. But if they don't get healthy, it's going to be a Brooklyn Nets most likely. Wise words from very undecent men, except Captain Scully. He pretty whoa, 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 whoa. Young man right there. You don't need to be talking about anybody being undecent at all. At what point did I say I was? Don't put words in my mouth. Nope. 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 I, I never said I was. I, was, I wasn't decent. I knew I was <laughs> I never claimed to be anything else. Get this man out of here. A wise coon once said. A wise coon once said. 
and you can't give me that. This is my damn show. We on to the next thing because March Madness has lived up to its name. We didn't get it last year, so I felt like they wanted to sprinkle in some more. And I just want to say, Texas, I hate you. <laughs> Shout to Abilene Christian University, by the way, for smacking up UT the first round. I was at Jamal's apartment when we was watching the game. That was Kirk, such a good up, feeling to see. Go cheer on Boston College in the NIT. Hey, oh, hey, God. hey, listen. See, Jamal, here's the difference. Boston College, UMass, all them schools, they don't get the type of talent that UT gets. So you still lose there, buddy. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Emily Christian? <laughs> hey, I got one thing to say. Y'all ready? What? What was that? Yeah, Big Sui! They lost. Why are you rooting for Arkansas? You're a Florida. You're a Florida college fan. What are you? Why are you? I'm from Arkansas. So I, I know where you're from. Freaking Arkansas. I gotta go for the home team. I don't you really like care because Florida's not in it. But if Arkansas is gonna be in it, woo! And they lost. If they man, lose, listen. Hey, they need say is in my bracket, in my bracket, mind you, Jamal, I had UT in the final four. I and I messed up with that. Now, now, I will say, I got two teams right. I have Gonzaga and Baylor in my final four. So I'm sold. I had Zaga in Michigan. I got Gonzaga winning the whole thing. So I'm. Yeah, that's who I got winning as well. Them, them dudes, they can't be stopped right now, man. I but it's not even that. I've been on Gonzaga's train for years. I keep, Every year, I've been like, oh, this is their year, and they keep not winning it. But I feel like sooner or later, they're going to break. Kind of like Virginia finally did two years ago. I feel like sooner or later, Gonzaga going to break through. I think this is going to be the year they do it. Well, you see, Gonzaga is one of those schools. You know, they're not – I mean, they get power – they get power – I mean, they get high major athletes, five stars. But the thing is, is that they're getting the right players that fit the system, and they're still going to have players that are going to stay in college. As opposed to, as we saw this year, a lot of teams that had the freshmen, the one and duns, those teams really didn't do didn't really didn't do too well this year, man. And I really, like I said on the on the last episode I was on two weeks ago, I think this is the year of the teams that have the juniors and seniors, the teams that have been together for a good minute that already had that natural chemistry, which is what we're seeing with the Gonzagas, the uh, the Baylors, the Houston's, you know, all those schools. A lot of these schools aren't young. You know, they have a bunch of juniors and seniors, man. But I think you By said the it way, right. Shout out, shout out to Houston. You know, Kelvin Sampson for the people that's too young to remember Five Slammer Jammer, which is all of us, because that was before all. Nice. But, yeah, and he's black, so. Bro really came in there and changed around that program, man, because UH was not popping like that for a long time. There were always better basketball programs in the state of mm. Texas than you yeah. to the point of the best basketball program in Texas is by far Baylor. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Oh, yeah, there. definitely. Baylor, Baylor's tough this year. Baylor's yeah. definitely tough. But then Texas is a decent program. AM is a decent program. And if for all that, you know good and well the, the amount of money that's going into both of those programs is probably worth more than the entire program at UA. Well, so, my thing, my thing is with UT, bro. I never thought Shaka Smart was just a good fit, in my opinion, because Shaka Smart is more of an up north, east coast type of dude. 
And you know what I'm saying? He was just bringing a bunch of East Coast cats to UT, man. And just, I don't know, man. It's just something about that that just didn't sit right with me. Just, now man. he was back up in the East at Marquette and watch him just feel like they're going to just light it up in year one. That's going to be fun. <laughs> but, but that's... But I think that's more so where he belongs because at Marquette, you're not going to have that type of pressure, like Jamal said, as you would have at UT. Like, UT is a lot of pressure as a coaching job. Like, you don't do what you got to do in three years there, you getting fired. Mm -hmm. Right. Funny thing about all of the Texas thing pissed me off so much. I said, screw it. I'm going to find a new college basketball team because I can't do this. And I said, forget it. I'm going to be a Marquette fan. And then two days later, what do I see? Jock is smart, ready to become the new coach of Marquette. Like, damn it, now I gotta start over again. Why Marquette? Because Why Dwayne Wade is my Dwayne Wade's my favorite player. I was like, forget it. I'm just gonna roll with him and just I mean, go to but Marquette. Like you could you couldn't get like I don't know uh anybody else. <laughs> this is like also Loyola by Chicago, the way, maybe? Jimmy Jimmy Butler went to Marquette as well. Jimmy did go to Marquette, he's from he's from Houston. But it's still the fact that, dog, I was just trying to pick someone random and someone who wasn't like a major blue blood. And just Loyola, Marquette was the first thing that came to my head. Loyola, Chicago. Loyola, Chicago should not surprise anybody because they make a decent run and have decent games anytime. They're about to become they're about to become like Gonzaga, where they're 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 in a they're quote unquote a small school, but because they keep winning, they're gonna start getting money and then they're gonna start being recognized as one of the as, assuming their coach stays there, yeah. that um, they're going to become one of those schools where it's like kind of a fringe school, but like people respect them. Like, I feel like they're headed that direction if and, they keep doing this. And while we're here, I said it a few weeks ago, and I'm going to reiterate it again because this is a point in history where a lot of people are hopping on the HBCU bandwagon. Do not congratulate these a few of these HBCU teams for getting to the tournament this year because these teams are always here. TSU is constantly in the tournament. Morgan State should have been there. You know, I'm hurt that my team didn't get there. <laughs> hey, certain things like that happen. Now, if um, let Tennessee State get into the tournament, that's something to congratulate them on because Tennessee State doesn't usually get there, but TSU is usually there. FAMU is usually there. Um, let Alabama A&M get in there, and we might throw a damn parade. And, of course, since Jeff and Lance started to fall asleep during our college basketball uh, talk, I'll give them their props because their school, for the first time in history, won a tournament game. Y'all, how does it feel? That's so crazy. Where'd you go to school at, Jamal? D1 Ignite University. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But my thing is this, Jamal, I want us to have this conversation mm -hmm. about uh, where you got your college degree from. Um, because last I checked, um, it started with a G R E E N. Mean green, huh? Mean green. Mean green. UNT. The UNT, North Texas University. Hey, as an alumnus, I am proud, even though I sit there. Uh, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. We're, <laughs> proud, 
We're proud mean green. I am proud. That's all I gotta say. We will not we will not talk about the mean green on a on a global podcast, okay? We're global around these parts. Hey, you should mean green. We recruiting all the best people. If you want to win, put me in. By the way, who'd have thought that Oral Roberts would be one of the best schools out of Texas this year? Man. Oral Roberts is in Tulsa, Oklahoma, dog. Yeah, they're not in Texas, man. Oh, they're not? Yeah. My bad. Never mind. <laughs> nah, but but here's the thing though, Jamal. That their best kid, that Max kid, is actually from the DFW area. Is he? Where's he from? Yeah, I think he's from like more of that. I think he's out there in that that Plano. He was out there in that Plano area or something. He went to Jesuit, if I'm, if I'm correct. But notice the, the leading scores in the nation are always at the small schools. Like whether it's that guy a couple years ago, it was a hey. dude from Howard. What? Like, what? Well, well, what we got to understand is, man, there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of games out there. You just got to go out there and find them. Not Steph every Curry kid that, that basketball and scoring at Davidson. Exactly. Not I'm, not I'm every saying. kid that not every kid that puts the ball in the bucket is always a five star recruit. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Now let, let me ask you all this, except Jeff because he spent some time living there, so he probably knows. What state is Davidson in? North Carolina. North Carolina, Charlotte, right? Is it Charlotte? No. Oh, I know. I knew it was in North Carolina, but the average person doesn't know what Davidson is. The only reason I knew it was in North Carolina is because Steph lives and breathes North Carolina. North that Carolina, man. yeah. <laughs> like, Panthers fan, all that. Yeah, that's his all. His father played for Charlotte. Like, yeah. he a Panthers fan, like. Yeah. He is a Panthers. He is a big Panthers fan. Davidson, Davidson, North Carolina. As as weird as that sounding, I'm willing to bet all my money on that. Okay. Y'all already know what to do. Check the Google. Is there a Davidson, North Carolina? Yeah, it's in Davidson, North Carolina. I knew it. Yeah, Davidson's in Davidson. Well, damn. That doesn't surprise me. Prairie Views in Prairie <laughs> View, Texas. Uh, all right, the mystery has been solved. But once again, y'all see why Jeff, why I didn't ask Jeff that question? Because his well-traveled ass just happens to know everything. <laughs> be like that hey, look, it's all about geography. I remember years ago, he was arguing with one of Lance's with, with somebody about Chris Brown. And he was like, Chris Brown from Richmond. He was like, no, he's from Tepehannock. He said, which is outside of Richmond. Pull up a map. He was like, eh, valid yeah. point. I mean, but it's different. He's from Virginia, though. So, like, you you would know where Tappahannock is if you're from Virginia. Like, Jeff's not. Or if you're from DMV, like, yeah, like, it's, you know, it's almost like, like, I'm from Maryland, but I'll tell out of town people, hey, I'm from DC. You say DMV, close enough. I mean, yeah, but people, like, I'll meet people from, like, Arkansas, for example, and, like, they don't know where Montgomery County is, but if I tell them, hey, I'm from near the D.C. area, it'd be like, oh, okay. Depending on who's around and who I'm talking to depends on what I say. If Lance is around, I'm not allowed to say I'm from Grand Prairie. No, you're not. You're not. Tell them where you're from, Jamal. It depends on how specific we want tell to Tell them where you're from, Jamal. You're not from Grand Prairie. You're not. You're not from Grand Prairie. I'm sorry. You're not. Don't. Don't listen to these people. I always thought he was from the DFW area. 
I am. I am definitely from the DFW for, area. For people out of out of town, yeah, he is from the DFW. But for people inside of Grand Prairie, he's not from Grand Prairie. Oh yeah, so definitely. For people in Arlington, he's not from Arlington. He, he he's from that other city that starts with a D. It, it, yeah. Bro, why we got to be a whole other city? Dirty. Disgusting. Dowler. Listen don't, to it come off of my tongue. Dowler. Don't get hurt now. That, that sounds <laughs> disgusting. Don't now, to all my homies that's in Dowler, I love y'all, but it's a horrible city. Now, don't get shot now, Lance. Don't. <laughs> You're talking a little too loud. It's a little slow, so. Don't get this mm-hmm. show pulled off the air. <laughs> the, the, the worst part about what Lance said because if, if someone does happen to do something to him, he's going to tell me. And then more than likely, it was one of my cousins. And I'm just going to look at him like, shouldn't have been talking. Facts. Facts. Shouldn't have been and, talking. And since we want to get to the talking and the jokes, we have to get on to our next game. It is a classic. If you've been around the university, then you've taken this class. This class is, is always called Befriend, Eat, Battle. We'll give you the results and we'll give you a review to let you know what we do. It. I give them three options. They got to tell me would they befriend it, eat it, or scrap it? Because you know, we love to scrap around here, especially when you mention Dalworth, Texas to the uneducated. Trash. Whatever. So, who can I get to volunteer to go first? Hey, I'm a guest. I'll go first. All right, Captain Scully. So, here's how it's going to work it's going to give you your three options. And you got to tell me, befriend, eat, battle. So your first one, start you off easy. Chipmunk, rattlesnake, black widow, spider. So you said I have to do what again, friend? You have to befriend one, you got to eat one, and you got to scrap one. Okay. And then you said chipmunk. Rattlesnake, black widow, spider. Okay. So I'll befriend the black widow, spider, because they really be chilling. They don't be bothering nobody. Um, I battle a rattlesnake because I'm just crazy. Just crazy. And that or you it, don't want to live, but okay. It seems easier than a chipmunk. And then <laughs> chipmunks are fast. Chipmunks are really fast. Like, And they run up trees and, and it that's just... Your, that's your logical reasoning, but now you got to eat the chipmunk. I'm with that. I'm not eating rattlesnakes. That's poisonous. <laughs> you can eat some rattlesnake now. You go out there to the back of it, yeah, you can eat some rattlesnake. Wait, do y'all, y'all eat rattlesnake down? Like, First of all, Lance is a different level of country. Don't. Oh. don't. <laughs> you, don't. Can, you can eat some snake out there. Nah, no, snake, snake is different than rattlesnake. Though. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, you can eat the rattlesnake. You just got to cut off its head because all the venom and stuff is in the head. But after that, yeah, you can pretty much eat it all. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'd rather just eat the chipmunk because, you know, all you got to do is skin it, cook it. Damn it, Lance. Now he's going to go back and tell everybody we country bunkers and we eat snakes. <laughs> hey, nah, I'm not going to do that. No, no. Hey, that's okay. Uh, just tell your friends uh, I'm not always this country, all right? Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, I got you, I got you. We country, yeah, bro. You ready? Yeah, all right, that's good. Your next one. Befriend, eat, battle. A hawk, jaguar, or panther? All right. As a Jaguars fan, we're going to befriend the jaguar. I'm going to battle the hawk because 
All I got to do is find a slingshot. I don't really mess with hawks like that. And y'all know I hate birds. So it's straight up like scrapping every day, all day with the bird. I'm not, ain't no hope in the wild. And then we could be friends with the panther. Right. It's be friends. I, I could battle. I could battle with a panther. That ain't that bad. But the jaguar, me and the jaguar, we got to ride up in the coop. We got to ride up in the jaguar coop on me. What happened to the last person who pulled up to y'all's training camp in a nice vehicle? Oh, yeah. You traded him. Hey, that was in a Brinks truck. It wasn't in a coop. It wasn't in a Jag coop. That's the thing. See, had he pulled up in the Jaguars coop, we'd be we have a different conversation, but he wanted to break the bank. So he no, had a Brinks truck. Because Tom Coughlin was still in charge and he would have really oh. give out for driving around in a Jag coop. Facts. But like I said, befriend the Jaguar, because everybody loves Jaguars. Like, who don't? Right, battle the panther because what is a panther? Who cares? Uh, it's the same. It's the same uh, thing. It's uh, literally the same thing as a jaguar. It's just black. Yeah, that's cool. But I don't mess with the panthers. I mess with the jaguars. Jeff, you're up. I'm tired of listening to, into his. <laughs> Bet. All right, befriend, eat, battle, mm-hmm. horse, zebra, camel. Ah, wow, this is okay. Uh. I'm a befriend the horse. Okay. You've already failed. Chill. I'm a battle. Relax. I'm a battle the camel because I feel like that's like that's easy picking. Hey, that's a lot of meat too. Yeah. I don't think you got, I don't think you realize how big a camel really is. Dog, but I feel like I could win that. There's no way to win against a horse. And a zebra is just an African horse. So that's like a different <laughs> level. So, <laughs> so I really I'm, feel I'm like zebra. I really feel, feel like, like that was racist somehow. <laughs> I really feel like camels are another one of these animals that's got a good PR team, and I think that they're probably terrifying up close. Yeah, just bro, like, like moose like a giraffe and hippos, or something like that, or elephant. Like giraffes and shit. Elephants have been there. Great animals. Elephants too big for anyone to think they're harmless. Do anything. Like, why would anybody bother an elephant? <laughs> well, see, that's my thing. So with a camel, you can, the camels are big, right? If you go look at people who go, uh, what is it, sand, sand riding uh, in Dubai and all that. Yeah, they're huge. But all you got to do is cut its legs off. Kick you can do that's any Lance, shut up. That's literally <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to get that one. Out of the ordinary. Now, if you're talking about battling a camel, it's more <laughs> of a when have you saw a camel like get up to high speed and be able to like get up on you? You haven't. But Z, no, you haven't because I've seen it. <laughs> Camels are terrifying. I don't know. I think of a camel as being slow. Nothing with four legs is that slow, bro. Nothing. Nothing. Facts, but like Again, I said, all you got the do PR is... team has done a wonderful job making Let's, it look like shut up. sweet dose. No and... All you got to do is cut its legs. Turk, you up next. You ready? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because you listening to this blasphemy, I know. <laughs> Turk, what's good? Battle, and this is going to be a hard one. Okay. Penguin, ostrich, six foot tall woodpecker. Ooh, man. I'm a bef- I'm a befriend that ostrich. I mean, hold on, wait a minute. So it's a penguin, a ostrich, and a six foot woodpecker, right? Yep. So I'm a I'm a befriend that woodpecker because them things hurt, and that thing can fly. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm going up against that, 
that's not going to be good look. So I'm going to befriend that. I'm going to go ahead and uh, battle the penguin because he's the easiest target. And then I'm going to eat the ostrich. And you know the like- ostrich run like 20-something miles per hour now, right? You said what? Probably 40. 40. You know them ostrich, they get down. You're a better <laughs> man than me because they're all dead to me. Minus <laughs> the penguin. I don't do birds now. I don't do birds. Here's the thing. You have to be on the bird side, right? Because if you find that bird, you, you're probably not going to win. A woodpecker? You know, you're not beating that. A six-foot woodpecker, you can go ahead and kill me. At that point, just kill me. <laughs> After the battle, just kill me. I ain't got no time for no birds, man. Jeff, I feel <laughs> by how big an ostrich is and the fact that it's fast, but nothing can run as fast as something that big can fly. So I, I think Turk's making a good decision here. Yeah, I would. Now, Jamal, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to slow down. Jamal actually agreeing with me. Oh, I my know. goodness. Oh, my. It's 2021, dog. We're trying to shake things up. It, it, now, must, it, must, be, it must be a good day because me and Jamal never get on the same page. Ever. Now, penguin meat, I've heard, is pretty good. From Bro, our- who do you know can supply oh, penguin? I was about to say now people look, in the-, the country now. That's that's a little far. <laughs> I actually haven't heard far. that. I told I totally made that up. I haven't heard that, but I'm assuming from people that live in like Antarctica and stuff. Now, would I be willing to eat a penguin? You damn right I would. Exactly. Just eat gator and snakes. Like it, it, penguin is like <laughs> right up there. Don't sleep on no gator now. Gator no, I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I heard about Gator. I, I haven't had it yet. I want to try it though. I haven't had it yet. This is some calamari. This conversation talking about eating random stuff. <laughs> That's, That's how it started. I, I, y'all really got me with these birds. I really got chills going down my back because of this. Like I, I don't do no birds, man. I do not. So you don't eat birds. chicken. You don't eat. No, I eat chicken. I, I eat some birds. Uh-huh. But I don't like birds. Seeing them, oh no. Oh, here's the thing. If you if you befriend the bird, though, I mean the woodpecker, you ain't got way by your bird. A six foot wood, a six foot woodpecker sounds terrifying. Like I, I, I have trust issues when it comes down to birds. Look, I, I can promise you there are no more birds left on the list. Trust birds, bird bitches, nothing. Like, <laughs> I can't do no bird. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill all. Man, we'll, get up and shoot that boy. Well, that, that woodpecker does have that sharp nose though. Dev, you up next. You ready to get it again? Yeah. All right, since we're away from the birds, we're going into seafood, the Maryland special. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blue crabs, baby. Friend, eat, battle. Jellyfish, marlin, which is big swordfish, mm-hmm. or tuna. All right. So I befriend the jellyfish because I've had a brother that got stung by one and it's not pleasant. So I'd befriend the jellyfish. That's tough. And um hmm. This what is the other two? Marlin and tuna? Marlin and tuna. I'd eat the marlin because I'm not battling that shit. I'm not that that's that knows no, I'm not doing it. I can tell you, you've made the wrong decision. Because I don't think you realize how big a tuna really is. And 
I take my chances in battle the tuna just because. No, 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 no. Google, go Google image search how big a tuna is. Right no, I know. I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm, I'm, but it's lose lose because Marlon had just killed me with that sword nose. No, <laughs> I'm willing to scrap a sword nose opposed to Andre you, the Giant. You I'm, didn't see how, you didn't say how we get him. All we got to do is harpoon a bitch. And. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a nice sandwich with some chips on the side. Like I mean, I'm Dog. good. So. so, ladies and gentlemen, so we clear <laughs> this for future befriend eat battles. When I say battle, this is hand to hand combat. We uh -oh. scrap and scrap. You have to fight on their terms. Yeah, so I believe I could, you made that decision. Sure, I could drown the fish. <laughs> That's a bar. You can't drown them. They live in the water. That's their habitat. No, I was just being stupid. But uh, actually, okay, I'll flip it. Then I, I'll battle the swordfish and I'll eat the tuna because tuna's good. I like tuna. Before we move on to the next one, Turk, do you know what movie I just quoted? To be quite honest with you, bro, I was rubbing my eyes. I wasn't even paying attention to what you were saying, dog. I, ain't I, know, you. I know you weren't. So I'm going to go by it again. You can't drown no alligator. They live in water. That's their habitat. That's a family vacation. Sir, yes. is kind of, um, what is the word for it? He's kind of pop culture challenge. Uncultured. Yes, that. Anyway, yeah, uncultured, bro. Lance. What's going on? You up next, Negro. I bet. All right. So no, we got no we got. No birds, but we got real hood in this one. I bet. Befriend eat battle. Pitbull, a local crackhead, another pitbull. Ain't gonna lie to you. All right, hey, look, I gotta befriend the crackhead. I don't wanna eat a pitbull, but have y'all ever tried to fight a crackhead? Have y'all ever thought? I've seen a crackhead tame a squirrel. I've seen a crackhead tame a squirrel. Let me tell you how hard for the people that don't understand how hard that is, he tamed a wild animal with ease and had a leash on it. I ain't fighting no crackhead. I ain't fighting no crackhead. Ain't hey, no my grandmother tamed squirrels. That don't sound that difficult. Bro, ha pause. How? 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 Please explain how. Train squirrels. All she do is feed them. She like, it's like a Snow White thing. Like, just feed them. Not like trapping them or anything. She just, Did you, you know, old people with animals. You know, old people in nature is like. But, okay, okay. Your grandma has food. How does a crackhead have food to feed a squirrel? I mean, they're resourceful. That's how they get. How they get <laughs> and then he had a leash with the squirrel. Like this was his cheap. Pet. Like you still got to pay for crack too. So it's not like they broke. They just homeless. Uh, that didn't come out what the I didn't mean it like that. It, it didn't come out the way it didn't come out like I it, that sounded better in my head, but like I got yeah. you. But you also crackheads don't feel pain, so you can try to fight one, they just gonna keep getting back up. And after four or five punches, I'm checked. I'm checked. I can't fight no I can't fight a crackhead. So I guess I'm gonna have to eat a pit bull and battle. Scrap a pit bull. It's your only options because I made it like that. Yep. The Michael Vick special. 
This is uh, this is Jamal's logic for you guys. That's like, I don't know. You damn right, it's Jamal's logic because I make the rules. Jeff, you ready? Yes, sir. Jeff, we have the friend eat battle: a mountain lion, mm. a buffalo, mm. and a black mamba. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Yes, Jesus is who you're going to need for mm. this. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna die anyways. So if I die, I'm gonna battle a mountain lion because I just I just feel that like like that's the way I want to go out. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a befriend the uh, buffalo. Shout out to the buffalo soldiers, and then sit there and I'll eat the uh, black mamba. You can always ride the buffalo into battle, so you know that makes you look kind of cool. Nah, dog, it's it's a lose lose situation. But at least yeah. if you battling a lion, like that gives you some street carry. Like he died battling a lion. It makes you Hercules. Yeah, big fat. Uh, I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I'm not gonna give you street credit at all. Hey, you because you, you got messed up anyway. I don't think that's worth giving street credit to you for that. That's just bro, my opinion. bro. If I land a lick on a lion, you know how legendary I am. Now, now, here, now, here's the thing. If you if you kill that, you kill that lion with your bare hands, okay, then you get some street credit. But if you get killed, yeah. <laughs> All right, Turk, let me ask you this, since you think you don't get uh, credit for at least staying uh, alive. Uh, up here it goes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. If someone gets into a boxing match with Mike Tyson and they get hit with the one-two combo, they lose, but they don't get knocked out. Do they not get props for taking a combo from Mike Tyson? I will hope they're still alive after that situation, but yeah, I guess they'd be able to brag about it. Like, nigga, I ate them punches. <laughs> even even if they didn't, they even did if they didn't, the they're still alive. They can still lie and say that. Now, nah, which, which Mike Tyson are we talking about? Are we talking about prime Mike Tyson? We talking about what not still now? Yeah, if you take some punches, uh, you know, I don't you care what kind of Mike Tyson. It don't matter which Mike Tyson. <laughs> I don't care what kind of Mike Tyson it is. I'm not. I'm not. Fucking ear biting Mike Tyson. Like, so you wouldn't fight a 90-year-old Mike Tyson Lance. No. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you. No. You tripping. I know you see this man still in the ring. You saw this bro, nigga. Okay, well, what, what, what if he's like 95 in the wheelchair, bro? Would you still fight him? Would you fight oh, him? Bro, just the just the off chance that he might get his switch back. <laughs> It just be that one time he just needs to. Hey, right, let me show you something real quick. Nah, he still has a swinger's chance. He still has a puncher's chance at ninety-five in a wheelchair. So no, ninety-five in a wheelchair actually levels the playing field. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even think. I still because, think that's a disadvantage. I still think it's a disadvantage because before that, you know, like that's murder. Like if you step in the ring with him, even if he's ninety-five in a wheelchair. And you got, I want y'all to logically think about that. If he's in a wheelchair, you have to walk to him. You have to go to him to swing on him. I'm not getting that close. But depending on what type of wheelchair, if it's an electric wheelchair, then he can roll to you. But like, if it's one of those. That doesn't make it better. That makes it worse. <laughs> There's one of those pusher ones that you just choose in violence walking up to him. If he was in the grave, buried in a casket, then we could have that fight. I could fight that. I could have that fight right there. Buried it's in the, the grave in a casket. No, it's fight. the fact the only the only physical advantage I have over Mike Tyson is my reach is longer than his. 
If he's in a wheelchair, that means I have to get close and that advantage is gone. So no, no. I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry, I couldn't. Just, just cause you got smart things to say, Turk, you up next, the friend eat battle, a blue whale, a great white shark, or a puffer fish, which one? Bro, what, bro, y'all see how he doing me right now? Yeah, he is, you know. Cause, cause here's the thing. Well, whales are more friendly, friendlier, but they just as dangerous as white sharks. But if you befriend the whale, you gonna be good no matter what. Cause a great white is not bigger than a whale. Mm. Not, but is the whale gonna care enough to help you scrap? He a might whale? accidentally do it naturally. <laughs> listen, bro. This game, this game ain't meant for Turk to prosper. I, I, I'm letting listen, you know. Listen, I, 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 so this is what we're going to do. Because the whale most likely is the most dangerous. It doesn't come off as the most dangerous, but because he's most likely the most dangerous, we got to befriend him. Will's I'm going to find, find some way. Now, you said out of the shark, and you said what? A puffer fish? Puffer fish. Puffer fish. Puffer fish. One of the ones that fills with water. Got spikes on it. Extremely poisonous. Oh, shoot. Oh, you thought Red. I was going to give you normal fish? Oh, you thought I was going to give you normal fish? Well, here's the thing. I, I can't eat the puffer fish because it's poisonous. So if I eat that, I'm going to die. The puffer fish is very edible. They eat it in Japan all the time. It has to be cut a very specific way. But it so is you edible. don't cut it. So you make one mistake, you die pretty much. You, you can really eat any animal. For you can really That's eat any any animal to be eaten. Okay, so okay, so this is what we're gonna do then. Okay, we're gonna befriend the whale. We're going to we're going to eat the puffer fish. We're gonna find a way to fight that that shark. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna find a way to battle that shark. Didn't Mike Tyson say he would fight a shark for shark week or something? I think he did. That sounds like no, I, I'm pretty sure he did. And see, anybody with enough courage. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. yeah, anybody that says anything like that probably <laughs> doesn't. Never. You probably don't need to be standing next to that person. You not honestly. need to. They no. need to be checked into a hospital. And that won't be enough. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine some restraints on Mike Tyson. The person that did it, that's a brave soul. That is a brave. So the first Mike Tyson would be scary. Ooh. Imagine Mike Tyson with Alzheimer's. That would be scary. This nigga wouldn't. Who nigga? <laughs> nah, Mike Tyson need to register his hands. They are lethal weapons. What? Oh, he did. They all all boxers have registered hands. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Dev, since you are the guest, you get the final question. And yes, mm -hmm. it is very, it's very on brand. It's very ignorant. Befriend eat battle, a New York City rat, an armadillo, and a donkey. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Turk, he gave you the tokens. Wow. Okay. So befriend. Ah, damn. This one. <laughs> this is Jamal Logic here. Just letting y'all know. These questions okay. make absolutely no sense. So New York City rats carry everything from bubonic plague to COVID-19 to just rabies, all type of stuff. Like New York rats are, are just evil. Like they are planning world domination as we speak. So I'd have to befriend them. 
because they're not ordinary rats. Like they they train for turtles and save the world from just yeah. So New York City rats, I'd have to defend them or befriend them. Um, even armadillo, because that just seems to make the most sense. It seemed like it. It you know aren't they poisonous? No, they 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 hold a bunch of diseases, but it doesn't stop us from eating them. Right, yeah. So I could eat an armadillo, like you know, cave the shell off and stuff. Eat an armadillo. No, you actually eat them with the shell. It kind of becomes like a plate. An mm. armadillo is like a turtle. Its skeleton, its body is not in the shell. Its body is the shell. And I like turtle soup. Turtle soup is good. I've had that. So, awesome. Oh, hold on. You got on us earlier about eating a snake. But you willingly eating turtles. The bar ain't that low. Hey, I, I didn't get on. I just said that y'all do it. That's the, I acknowledge that y'all do it. I didn't say it's a bad thing. <laughs> I was just saying. First off, you see how messed up you are. You ate the Ninja Turtles. What snake? I didn't eat the Ninja No, 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 no. I didn't. I ate a single turtle. It was at a, it was at a New Orleans restaurant. So, you know, I mean. Did the turtle have a name? It wasn't named after a Renaissance artist because if it was, you got some things coming to you. You got a lot of things coming for you. Bro. No, no, this was in DC. Did I didn't need them. No, no, that turtle's name was Da Vinci, and there was their second cousin, and he's coming. It was Van Gogh. It was their racist uncle, so he deserved it. <laughs> um, anyway, but <laughs> and I guess I actually no, I take that back. No, damn it, because donkeys can kick, so battling would be kind of... Wouldn't be a fun fight. You, it you wouldn't can be die, a fun but... fight. But I guess I'll have to battle the donkey because it just is the last thing standing because I can't eat a donkey. I just wouldn't feel right. Yeah. That's Good like, news. that's on some Bear grill shit. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm not built for that. No. Good, Good news is you can get an armadillo meal pretty much anywhere on any road in Texas. They come with a side of fries, maybe? Uh, they come with a side of a few things. Asphalt, yeah. rubber. Yeah, yeah. It just, man, fighting a donkey just, I, I have to wear a cup. <laughs> I have to wear a cup. Like, don't, don't stand behind it. Yeah, don't stand behind it. And, yeah. Stand to the side because they can't kick, they can't kick out, I don't think. So you have to stand to the side and just give them rib checks. <laughs> but yeah, I'd fight the donkey, eat the armadillo, and befriend the New York rats. Well, y'all, we've come to the end of another of our wonderful games. Shout out to Turk for just taking his L as usual because he just swears I have everything against him. I don't. For y'all that listen to all the episodes, Jamal always tries to make things ultra complicated for me, and I'll still be winning. I'll still be pulling through. I really don't. But now's the now it's time for a segment that we've never really had because we've never had this kind of person on the show and we never thought to talk about it. It's time for cowboy slander time because it's the beautiful state of Texas. Oh man. <laughs> talk about the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys boy. Woo. All right. How do you have Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, CD left, and go Aiden? <laughs> oh. I was like, I'm sorry. Michael Gallup, too, and Ezekiel Elliott in a cold front four and go eight and eight. 
No, no, no. Are you saying our front four is cold now? No. Cold garbage. No, y'all are trying all around. At this point, I don't care. Like everything y'all can tell you about Dak Prescott and his stats, in the words of Shannon Sharp, in the words of Shannon Sharp, they're stat padding. That's it. See, Dak was saying, I like Dak. Dak is a cool dude. I, I don't have nothing against him. I have everything against the rest of the team, though. Because, you know, you know, being the Washington fan, you know, I hate Dallas. I hate everything about the team. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah, eight and eight. I mean, how long are we going to live off of those Super Bowls of the 90s? Like, niggas haven't even made an NFC championship since 94. It just... NFC championship? Let me let me give you some stats that you I know you don't think about on the regular. Guess how many playoff games the Cowboys have won since I've been on this earth? Three. Two. Or three. Three. Three, three Jeff. Three. Three. Two of them came in one season. Mm-hmm. Since 1996. And I'm not counting the 95-96 season. I'm counting from the 96-97 season. You've won three playoff games. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. And ever since I've been on this planet, I've always heard the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. And they've only (laughs) won three playoff games. Bro, gotta give it to Jerry. That man, that man Jerry can brand the hell out of like Yeah, he can. The Cows doubt because ain't no reason. Ain't no reason. They are they are marketed so well. I mean so well marketed. It's like it's like you say, you got cowboy fans all over the nation. Literally everywhere. Now, as much slander as I will give the Cowboys, the most positive thing is I hate a lot of fan bases because they're fake and they're not real fan bases. The Golden State Warriors, if you're not from the Bay Area, you are not a Golden State Warrior fan. You hopped on the bandwagon. Stop it. Exactly. They hey, they don't know they don't know about the days with Monte Ellis, Jason Monte. Richardson. They don't. As, as a real Miami Heat fan, I hated when LeBron brought people with him because you were not a fan of us. No, no, let's talk about you. Let's, no, 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 no. Let's talk about you, sir. When did yeah. you become a Miami Heat fan? Did you know about them before Dwayne Wade? I was messing with Dwayne Wade at Marquette. So stop. No, 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 no. no. I'm asking you. But mm. when you messing with the Miami mm. Heat? Mm, mm, mm. When he yeah, was uh, he has he has a good point, Jamal. <laughs> when I was point. when he wasn't with the Miami Heat, mind you, I was six. And before then, I kind of just rooted with whoever my dad with went rooted with. So it was the Lakers. Okay, so to that I go, why would you criticize these young Golden State Warrior fans? Not at six. We talking like at six, you don't have the cognates to really root for anyone. You root for your favorite color. Or I became a Texas fan because I was watching TV and one day it said, oh, they're Texas. I'm from Texas. I should be a Longhorn fan because I wasn't old enough to have the cognates to actually like UT. But as I got older, I actually grew to like them. That's my but, thing. How in the hell are all these niggas from Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. Dallas fans? I just, that, that's, that's, that's the conundrum I have. Y'all so, niggas ain't never been to Texas. So but the point that I'm Cowboy. Cowboy fans is though they are delusional, they could go 0-16 and, and the next season swear they're going to the Super Bowl. They are the most loyal fans in all the sports. Like I can it. say a million negative things, but they are loyal. They are true 
and no one wakes up one day and says, I'm going to be a Cowboy fan. If you were a Cowboy fan, you were a Cowboy fan from day one. And of the many things I can say, as completely as this is going to sound, I was arguably a Washington football fan before I was a Cowboys fan. Oh, that explains it, yeah, because they, they, they've been trash. I, I jumped off for a minute, too. I, I was there with Mark Brunel. Like, I was riding with them with Mark Brunel. So that's how you know off, it was Mark legit. Brunel? But, Mark but Brunel, was a dude, was, Mark Brunel was, Santana Moss, Clinton Portis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor, rest in peace, twenty one. Rest man. in peace to him, man. That's the other thing. Sean Taylor's impact on the game is not respected nearly enough. Do you know the generation of safeties that play today that still be modeling their game after him? Like they specifically will say, and it's he played three years, and you got niggas like Cam Chancellor, DJ Swearinger, um, like. Well, LeBron Landry also doesn't get his credit either. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, I get where you're going. John but Taylor also was for the that. only athlete that I've ever seen decree a punter to the point that I wanted to call my mom. Because, <laughs> I don't want to play football no more. So I in the Pro Bowl too, in an All Star game where you're not supposed to be You're not supposed to be going hard. Like, but back then they did go hard. But and he's the uh, reason they don't anymore. He came through. <laughs> No, oh, dead ass, yeah. And I really want to. Who was the punter at that time? I really do want to. Ryan Mormon or Ryan Mormon. I don't know. Something I don't think it matters. I want to check in on, bro, because I know that type of hit, that type of hit is like a million dollar car wreck. Like, bro, and he's been the, that one hit. the funny thing is, he'd been doing that throughout the season. Like, that wasn't <laughs> the first time he, like, that, that was a signature play of his that he would do. And Sean said, enough of this. <laughs> he said, no, we're no. not having that. I don't care if it is all stuff. Like, no, no. And while we're while we're talking about the Washington football team, I'm going to give a shout out because I'm going to find him and we're going to talk because we have some things to talk about one day. My favorite Washington player of all time. He is from a specific place that Lance liked to mention earlier. He is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. His name is Charlie Taylor. Charlie. Shout out to that man. Shout a lot of people. Will not know who Charlie Taylor is, but That's he is from my, but he is from my neck of the woods, and by he's my neck of the woods, I mean he's from literally two streets over from me. Are you serious? Yes, sir. Charlie Taylor is a graduate of Dalworth High School. Oh shoot, that's wild! You never told me this. Hey, we gotta go raid your house one day. Wasn't he the first black player for us? I believe, or first? He's one, one of, of them. The one of them, exactly yeah. Finally, that, that, that were back in the day had a high school? Yep. So, we're fine. so, the way it worked is all the black kids in Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie wasn't very black back then. There weren't a lot of them. So, obviously, during segregation, they couldn't go to Grand Prairie High. So, they went to Dalworth High. And that's why we are the Dalworth Dragons. Um, Dalworth High is now currently an elementary school that I also attended called David Daniels Elementary Academy, of which we were still the Dragons. And we still had the original colors of the blue and gold. Dalworth history of the day. Dalworth history of the day. <laughs> know that. Not from the hood, you don't have a reason to, but that's our history lesson. <laughs> but let's, well, before we go off of the next topic, let's take a vote that does not involve Jeff because he's obviously a biased party. Jeff, Cowboys make the playoffs this year. Yes or no? Hell no. Skillet. 
Cowboys make the playoffs this year? Yes and no. Okay, if the Redskins, no, sorry, the football team uh, get a quarterback, then no. But if they do not get a quarterback, then yeah, they'll make it. Third. Nine and eight. Third. Cowboys make the playoffs this year. Yes or no? No. Can I get a hell no? Hell no. Thank you. They're going to go nine and eight, though. Question, they hold on. To go eight and eight now, so they have to go nine and eight. Or well, eight they'll go eight and nine because we got 17 games this year. Yeah. You, you, you can't like be at exactly 500 anymore. You can't be a 500 team no more. You're uh, either slightly say, eight, above nine, or slightly and below. Right. Eight, 17 games and two and an extra playoff spot. So, yeah, they, they, can, they can get into the eighth seed. I can see them going the, nine and eight. The ninth seed? <laughs> yeah. The system didn't even believe him. He was about to—he was about to say something that he didn't need to say. Mm. But y'all, before we end the episode, I thought we'd talk about something real quick that I know can grind someone's gears and can even get under someone's skin. So we got to think about this very thoroughly. I want you to think about this with some real thought in mind. The greatest R&B song of all time. Now I have an answer in my head that I believe is the correct answer. But if you say some dumb shit, I will boot you off right now. Don't say no dumb shit. Dev, do you have in mind what you think is the greatest R&B song of all time? Oh, man. <laughs> I got a couple options because I'm trying to figure out what we consider R&B to. Because I was thinking about some- about what? I was thinking about some some of the old head songs too. Yeah, when you th- when you think of R&B, you gotta think of like the classic stuff back in the day. <laughs> like that's why I'm like. And, oh, and for clarification, I am counting old school, slow disco funk as R&B. Like if you want to throw Earth, Wind, and Fire, I will count them. Got it. Okay. You can't. Dang, that opens the doors. I still don't. Earth, Wind, and Fire can be classified as a bunch of a bunch of things. It can't. It's not just R and B. It really depends on who you ask. Oh, I know. I know what it is. Never mind. I do have an idea. I got like something in my head. Captain Scully, what you got then? Well, I'm gonna be a homer. Shout out to Marvin Gaye, "Sexual Healing." You, you, you really did that. That's now, about it. Marvin Gaye songs. What sexual is better than healing? sexual healing? What is better than sexual? Please tell me what is better. <laughs> Ain't no mountain high. It's not let's better get it on. Not better than sexual. Healing. Let's get it on. You was made to let's get it on. Your mama was made to let's get it on. Your granny was made to let's get it on. Sexual healing is an elite song. The bridge so Lance, is perfect. Lance, since you obviously have such a feeling about this, who who you got? What you got above Marvin Gaye's sexual I'm, healing? I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out because the I, only thing. The only thing I might have above it is between the sheets. That's the only thing I might have above it. Between the sheets, those are both valid answers. I will accept them. I will accept them. I'm gonna go "Love and Happiness" by Al Green. Classic. That's just your mama's favorite song. No, nah, that's a classic black movie song. It is, but it's also your mama's favorite song. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Hey, Bert, you you got something? I'm not gonna say this is the greatest song of all time, but this is just the one that popped up in my head. Uh, what's it called? What's the name? 
Yeah, it's by Mariah Carey. I think it's We Belong Together or something. I don't know why that song popped up in my head. I don't know why. That's not even Mariah Carey's best song. I, I didn't say it was the greatest song. I just said it's a song that popped up in my head. That's all. Wait, Jamal, what is Mariah Carey's greatest song? It's the Christmas song. No, oh, that, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Um, you... It's not. She ain't write that song. She's just the most Jamal, well. She produced and she sung on the track. That's it's an, the number one producing hit every Christmas. Because it's say. a classic Christmas song that she made the best version of. That's like saying that Usher. Write it. She gets royalties for it. She didn't have to write it. She does get royalty. But that's like if Usher came out with Jingle Bells and it was a hit. Usher didn't make Jingle Bells. He just profited off of Jingle Bells. Okay. And Chris Brown tried to do this Christmas and it still has nothing on Mariah Carey. It doesn't. But when you think of this Christmas, it's still the most popular version. <sighs> okay. Facts. And I still think, uh, I, I would say Mariah Carey's best song is Shake It Off. Okay. And Dev, we can ask Leak that later. Yes, yes, we can. Yes, he's the Mar- Mariah Carey expert. Okay, Jeff, I'm gonna ask you a real R&B song, and I'm gonna say "End of the Road," Boys to Me. Ooh, yeah, mm. that is a great answer. I was say that's not wrong. <laughs> once again, that's not there. That's not there. It's not better than Marvin. It ain't up there with let's get it on. It ain't it ain't up there. So I will explain to y'all what I believe full wholeheartedly, greatest RB song of all time. Mm-hmm. It is it is also boys to men. It is can you stand the rain? The boys to men version. I was about to say I almost hung up because nope. yeah, but yeah. First of all, Jamal has extensive knowledge of boy bands throughout musical history. Hmm. But the version of Can You Stand the Rain is new edition, but Boys to Men has a version and it completely wipes it off the track. Boys to Men, arguably, they're better voice, they had better voices, they're better singers. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Even though they, I mean, obviously there will be no Boys to Men without uh without new edition. Now Boys to Men didn't true. have Boys to Men didn't have the singular just overall persona and talent. Like they definitely didn't have a Bobby Brown or in or that. But go listen to the Boys to Men version of Can You Stand the Rain? You'll also you'll almost never want to listen to the new edition version ever again. I may have to do that now that you said that. It'll yeah. it'll make you almost not want to do it. I you know, I'm gonna let it go because I heard sexual healing. I'm really stuck on that. Because it is the greatest. <laughs> Gay song. I was listening that is to that not his man. greatest. Ain't no mountain highest. Clear code his most widely known song. Is that that doesn't mean it's the greatest. It is the greatest. It's the it's, it's the not, one that's played the most. It ain't better than sexual healing. I don't. We I, could I go do. and argue about this all day and night, but unfortunately, we do not have the time. But ladies, I hope the only thing I hope is that Marvin Gaye is not talking about his niece that he got pregnant. That's it. <laughs> we. <laughs> I've gone to the end of another episode of the one and only D1 in the University podcast. Fellas, how does it feel? Feels good. Oh, man. I think uh, it felt good to get some Cowboy Slander in. I think oh. I think that, I think that was the highlight of the episode, in my opinion. No, I was, I was finally happy that I can get the 88 Cowboys off my chest, you know, honestly. <laughs> uh, that, okay, that, much love. 
uh, y'all are still gonna go nine and eight. Uh, but you know, always thank you for letting me be here. That, that's for a different story. So we'll end the show like we always do with our final thoughts. Turk, what you got to say? Man, overall, man, you know, I thought it was, overall it was a great episode. Uh, I'm glad to definitely be back after missing out last week, man. Uh, as usual, guys, continue to check us out. Continue to listen for more episodes. Overall, man, I thought we did a hell of a great job. And we out this joint. Go Celtics. Lord. Let's Hey, go Celtics. Hell of a job today, boys. Uh, I'm just glad that I, I really got to slander the Cowboys. So good, great topic right there, Jamal. Anytime, anytime. Jeff, what you got to say to the people? It's always good feeling to hate. When you're great, you got to expect that. Uh, one thing I would like to get off my chest is Eli Manning is an underrated quarterback and needs the respect that he desperately deserves, as well as the Dallas Cowboys. And with that, we're signing out. Two times. <laughs> He did. Jeff through the phone. You don't don't ever talk to me about a quarterback with a 500 overall record for his career. He threw two seasons where he threw Ooh. more touchdowns. Uh, Captain Scully, Devin, Deb, what are your final thoughts to the people? Well, Eli Manning is trash. He's not a Hall of Famer. He will. He should not get in the Hall of Fame, but he will because he's a Manning. Um, but. Shout out to to y'all for having me. You know, happy belated birthday to myself. And um, wow, my fault, no I'm fault. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool to be on here. You know, it was really cool. So yeah. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only D One Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi live from multiple undisclosed locations that shall remain secret because once again, Turkey is the best. Hey, I've been on the streak of keeping my mouth shut. I ain't the ops, all right? He's he been on a private mission with the new trash Captain America and the Falcon. That's why he ain't been here. But like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, living, loving, and we out. <laughs> the University.